This also is an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing. And I pray that their power, beneficence, and influence ever more widely prevail. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Soka Gakkai Becoming a Matron Church. Remember, I'm your host, Zan Zan, Alexander, Ricci. Anything, just don't call me anything bad, because we're all connected, so you are talking about yourself, too. Oh, think about that. Maybe it's easier if you think about everybody being your mother. I'm definitely not your mother, but I thought about you as my mother. I definitely want to give you a good podcast here, so I hope hope you like it. The obstacles rain down. What is it? I I seem to remember Shijo Kingo writing something to Nichiren Daishonin about how he's been practicing really strongly for like three years now. The obstacles have come down like rain upon his head or something. The imagery of it just... I love it so much as it's snowing here in Seattle as I'm talking to you. Beautiful twilight of snow everywhere. Twinkle, twinkle. So, interesting thing about life force. Whatever you focus on when you're chanting, that scroll the SGI gives you, or the actual Gohan Zone you get from the Nichiren Shosha priesthood, bestowed on you to protect... The life force you get is different depending on the object of worship. If we're talking, you know, Nichiren Shoshu Buddhism, Buddhism of the true cause here, we're talking Kuan Ganjo, a limitless time, but it has no beginning or end. It's above time. It's, there's time, right? Forward, back, and now. And then above time is Kuan Ganjo. I keep repeating that. It's something that my, the, the chief priest at the Myoshinji Temple in Penol, California. Uh, says often, and I really appreciate it because it's such a deep concept. I don't even pretend to understand it, so I try to say it over and over. So hopefully, it'll just leech its wisdom into my life. No, yes. <laughs> what influence is the thing that you're chanting in front of giving you? Or do you spend most of your time not even thinking about that? And are you overwhelmed by all the commercials around you? And or maybe you're reading a good book, or maybe you're watching a good television show, or maybe you're studying up on something interesting that interests you. What is your focus, your object of focus? And if it is the Gohan Zone, and it's not a Han Zone, which is this Jai version, what I mean by that, folks, I mean, I say that a lot, is that it was you know, just like money. This isn't my analogy that I made up, but just like money when you spend fake money <clears throat> you can get somewhere i guess that's probably I mean, that's why they make it right but but it, when you get caught by the karma police or the police it uh, there's so much more worse that happens than you not having that thing you wanted to buy or whatever and so with counterfeit um, objects of worship that is very very it affects you some would argue more than producing counterfeit money. Uh, the the effects of even and then per, and then perpetuating that. You know, I, I was in the Soka Gakkai for about ten years, and so not only was I guilty of somehow perpetuating the false law, the the counterfeit law, as you'll as you'll read those very words, the counterfeit law, in the Lotus Sutra itself. <laughs> the repercussions of of uh, doing that 
are, are only even being able to be stirred and brought out and brought to the fore and ripped out of, extirpated from my benighted mind, uh, just yanking out the root of whatever darkness there was there from that, um, only because I've been practicing this true law that's been passed down for over 700 years by the Nietzsche and Joshua priesthood, only now do I feel myself wringing the karmic rags to uh, to dry them from the counterfeit rain so that I can now soak up the the true rain of the law and refresh my mind and body and everyone around with it. And it, I see that happening. There are <clears throat> there are specific instances when Sancho Shima is definitely trying its best to get one to do anything but chant in the moment of heightened energy. And yet we must chant on. How do you continue to chant? What is, the, you know, it's that life force, right? I mean, who knows? Wow. I'm asking questions to just to not tell you, this is the answer. And I'm asking questions to tease the mind. I'm kind of talking to myself here in the dark. <laughs> but, but I know I'm talking to all of you. And uh, forgive me, I have a bit of a cough, and uh, it's not as bad as it sounds, and it's almost gone. <coughs> okay, so, pardon me. When you do the Sokagakai version of Gongyo, uh, Gongyo Light, maybe you might call it, your life force is not as exercised. Okay? You're not getting as much exercise spiritually, you might say. So what happens when you don't get enough exercise? The body starts to do things you don't want it to do more. <laughs> and so... When you do get enough exercise, you start feeling good, you're feeling happier, you're doing more even. You thought, that, you thought a bunch of exercise was going to make you tired, but no, regular exercise actually gives you more energy. There's a, there's a middle way, right? You don't have to max out every day, of course. But uh, min, proper vitamins and minerals, and it's, all, it's all just a, a practice. And then to, to do it right is so important because you could hurt yourself. I keep bringing up that, too. But even as something as mundane as physical exercise, if you do that wrong, you could hurt yourself, much less the profound laws of Buddhism. And then you throw the most secret of all uh, Buddhist laws, of the three great secret laws, of the amalgamation of... Uh, or amalgamation, I don't know how to say that word, but uh, just the, all of the Buddhist 80,000 teachings put into one place... The Daigohonzon of the Three Great Secret Laws hidden in the lifespan chapter, hidden in the depths of the essential teaching of the lifespan chapter of the Lotus Sutra, the 16th chapter. It, this, this life force that is four worlds above heaven and is above time. I love it. We can coat the world in it. And then there's less disasters, is what the <coughs> prophecies say is that there's less disasters and people live longer and they're happier. There's more, there's actual more good fortune too that, ha that comes about in your life and in your environment and the people's lives that you share with. And the good fortune takes many forms. So the, the main part of good fortune here for the true Buddhist practitioner, think about this too, people who are so gaga that are like, no, it's all about winning. No, it's not. If you win all the time, you'll be one bored person. You will, will. There'll be no challenge in the world. 
and you'll just kind of plateau yourself because there's no one there to even challenge you because you've won so much. Maybe, maybe you've even now, maybe you've even now developed so much intimidation that no one wants to challenge. But, but the idea of growing on the inside being the number one benefit of Buddhist practice, the, the inconspicuous benefits being the primary goal. In fact, being the being the way you can see your benefits manifest here in the realm of Mapo is an inconspicuous <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> you could say the conspicuous benefits that you get by chanting from the Shrine, they just bring more obstacles if you look at it. You can chant for a car, sure, you can chant for, and then all this other stuff happens. Paying insurance, all this all the stuff that comes with a car that you may not have thought of when you first thought, oh, I want a car. I'm gonna chant for it. It's almost like you have to be very specific. You have to make your list with the SGI. They tell you you gotta be specific when you chant and thank the the scroll in front of you. Even though it's they say it's just a reflection of you. They say it's a reflection of you. And we eat this stuff. I ate it for ten years and try to force feed it to everybody I knew because I thought this is how we connect them to a manifestation. But uh, I saw it. More, I saw it more mechanically than others. I feel I think it's why I yielded more results. As a, I mean, I, I really try to become like a machine of chanting. I try to get people in groups and do it. And so this is before the pandemic, of course. And uh, weekly, and I never tried to miss an opportunity to just go and chant with people. And then I noticed I got to pay attention to what these people are saying too, because because they're. Uh, and then I started to read a bunch of books and go. They're not sacking the same thing here. And this is, this is supposed to be the leader, the Daisaku Ikeda guy. So then I realized that depending on which organization you're in, well, you know, Washington, California, or wherever you're living, that's just like every other religion where it's going to be accustomed to the people's minds that are like the, the grandfathered in from the old rules people and, and uh, you know, that no one questions this person because they've been doing this for this long and blah, 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 and this is what they say. And if they ever stand up and say, I don't like that... You know, that's, that's the social structure of a lot of SGI stuff is who's the pioneer member and who's the one that's been leader the longest and who's, uh, you know, how, how many times have they told the SGI what their upper leader wanted them to say with no questions asked. Just, and all in the name of Sensei, they talk about, of Daisaku Ikeda, they call him Sensei. I ate that up. I loved Qigong and Kung Fu and Tai Chi and um, Shaolin stuff. I loved all that physical wisdom, yoga, and and uh, I loved it. And so I thought the word sensei, that struck me in the face like a brick. <laughs> in fact, I grabbed that brick and I hit it again and again and again on my face. I said, this is great. No, no. <laughs> there's, even, there's even a song they teach the young people. It's called Sensei. <laughs> I, I will spare you. <laughs> but for, for, for people seeking engagement and connection, <coughs> people seeking, pardon me, engagement and connection to other human beings, when they're thrown into a machine like that, that's just playing on all those social desires someone might have, and then sprinkling Ikeda's Buddhism in there. You know, it's not even like they're trying to share the true law. They, they had extra meetings to bash the priesthood. Say, they, they think we're less than their dogs. We're like, 
murmur, 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 murmur between each other. <laughs> it was so weird. But little tiny things kept guiding me to try to read older books and ask people questions um, and really not just listen to what I was told. This is what the SGI says, that they're trying to fight the devilish nature of authority, of religious authority. And so they, that's why you're supposed to be against the priesthood, because they have this religious authority that we're supposed to... It's the root of all evil kind of things, what they, they're trying to convince people. Now, what they're doing, though, is they're making the religious authority of Dasakwekeda and the executive-level leadership of the SGI, you know, the ones that are all kind of on the payroll. And I don't know if the Shoshinkai are still being supported by the SGI or not, but if they are, then the SGI members don't know they're supporting priests anyway. Uh, but look into it. Yeah, the Shoshinkai, it's one of the splinter groups. I think they believe in a two-pronged transmission of the Golden Utterance or something. But just complete fabrication, right? That's like saying, oh, there's not one president of the United States. There's actually supposed to be two presidents of the United States, and I'm the second one. Just so you know, you just didn't under, you just didn't hear about it. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's, that's kind of similar to I think that uh, two-pronged transmission theory. Uh, I mean, really, just go back, look at the stuff, look at look at SGI and Nature and Shoshu material. Don't just look at uh, SGI material. It. It's just, if you don't think it's Ikeda eyes yet, just, okay, maybe you need to read it a little more to see the consistency from beginning to end. They're always trying They're always trying to push another book. They're always trying to push another magazine. They're always trying to get the system of moving the leaders around to chant in specific neighborhoods and talk to specific people to continue perpetuating this thing they call benefit, which is just manifesting things. I mean... Having come from a magic pagan background, I had a hard time selling that manifestation thing. I I found a lot of mystical words to say instead of just like chant for what you want, <laughs> you know. I, I would try to say things that uh, were definitely not true, but it sounded good apparently to sixteen people. But uh, everyone else just kind of looked at me with their eyes sideways. I was like, oh, I don't know. But <laughs> so, what's happening now? is I'm having to almost like the almost like that story of the person who <laughs> has to go and undo all the all the really bad to get to a certain state <laughs> and uh, of of uh, harmony that is definitely better than what's happening now for me <laughs> And, and so when I continue to practice and I continue to study and seek the priests and not seek sensei, you know, seek from my chief priest the words, the golden words of the Buddha, Nichiren Daishonin, the Kwan Ganjo Buddha, the one that uh, sent here to this hellish place to encapsulize all of Buddhism and put it in a single place and make it easy for us to taste. We just gotta put the medicine in our mouth, chew it up. And uh, that's hard for some people. Some people can't chew. You might laugh, but that's true. And metaphorically speaking, it's very hard to uh, 
awaken, right? I don't know what it's like, but it's, it's, it's written about how hard it is and the obstacles that descend sure show you that it's not easy. <laughs> uh, although, don't be wretched like me. Free yourself from the Sokakakai's clutches of the upper leadership levels and begin your process because if you can do it in this life, why would you put it off? Oh, 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 I would be terrified to put the things off that are happening to me now to a later time only for them to happen greater. Oh, but not so much terror that it keeps me from practicing or that it keeps me from sharing or keeps me from reading. Because those are the things that bring you the high life condition. You can sit here and complain about all the hellfire all the time. This is the realm of imperfection. You go crazy if you just try to focus on the imperfections all the time, right? Everybody, you go crazy. They're everywhere. So you got to soften your gaze, right? <laughs> soften your soul and sharpen your stare or something. I don't know. Soften your stare. Sharpen your soul. I don't know. The idea of a ninth consciousness and being able to tap it. And, and better the environment, like better where you live, better where you work, better your family, better. That's what I'm after. And then I I hear that Shijo Kingo thing about the obstacles falling like rain. One of the things I've noticed that is not just obstacles, because in Sokagakai, because you have the little 10-minute rice burner going, yo, where it's like, Zip, you're done. The life force is about that easily spent, too. Zip done but when you have a nice beautiful 30 35 minute maybe 40 50 go, minute going yo depending on how much shodai you chant after it uh and you do that every day for a year and a half that's all i can talk about anyway there is a different bandwidth like my like my work is is like a, a heavenly realm there's all kinds of things i could say about my work at nintendo of america but i won't right now because i want to talk to you about Doing a longer gongyo, really thinking about investing in yourself. You're investing in yourself and you're investing in your happiness. And then when you become so happy, you're going to be like, wow, I, now I can feel like I can share this with somebody because it actually works now. I feel that it works. I'm not just being told to pretend like it works. I'm not just nodding my head and buying another Akita book that I don't read and I put it on the shelf. Really, it, it helps to just give all those books back. I gave boxes of them back. I've... I've still found stuff two years later that I just scream like it's an infestation. I'm like, ah! But it begins the process of apologizing to the daikon, so, which has always been there, emanating its joy so that we can free ourselves from suffering. Why turn away from the, from the parent, teacher, and sovereign of this, of this Kwan Ganjo realm? Why turn away from that when it's right there? If you didn't know about it, now you do. Base of Mount Fuji, Head Temple Taisekaji. Let's all go there together and chant. In front of the Daigon Sanoki. All right. Hey, thanks again, everybody. And don't forget to have fun. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, 
phone number 718-961-7269, Hawaii Hon... Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myoshinji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, Seek the law.